PKN256. Hello, boys. Hello. Hey. Hello. How's everyone doing? Doing really well. Good week we were so just far. We were just discussing ambushing a future guest, so we got that. <laughs> We got that in the pocket in our pockets. Yeah, it's up to you pockets. guys to guess who that might be. <laughs> I got so much sun this weekend. I've, I've I decided to completely stay out of the sun today. Might it hurt to brush my hair? It burnt through <laughs> my hair. There's no oh, it's terrible. You are looking a little red. Oh, I, I, some but of I know exactly what you're talking about. Where like you'll think you have the sunburn under control, and then you turn your shower on hot, and you get in, and you put your head under, and you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess not. I guess it's a bit yeah. worse than I anticipated. Uh, how was it? How was it overall? Really good, really good. I'm working on it. I went to a my. I remember that club with the boat where we go. Mm-hmm. We basically it's a boat with a very long line on a winch. When the boat drives around, the the glider goes up in the air, and you can practice like acrobatic moves and stuff when uh, in a safer environment because you just land in the water and the boat's watching you to pick you up and stuff. And I'm working on a move that. Uh, there's not that many people in the world that do it, and I'm getting the knack for it. So I'm kind of nice. excited about that. Is nice that kind of like pressing the envelope? Yes, it's a smart move. What were you saying, Taylor? Is that like paragliding? Yeah, it, 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 it's acrobatic paragliding is what I'm doing. Okay. Well, I've only done regular what they allow you to do paragliding. Do you mean and I parasailing, remember... maybe? Parasailing, that's what I mean. Sorry. Okay. Parasailing is what I did. I was maybe like... 17 years old uh-huh. and i did it no acrobatics obviously <laughs> and it was you wait 45 minutes for everybody in front of you to go and get their five minutes and then you finally do it and for the first like maybe four minutes you're like oh my god this rules and then you're like all right <laughs> like <laughs> can i do something up here can i move around so yeah acrobats make or acrobatics, rather, must make it a bit more fun. Yeah. So our point is to get the 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 part where you the parasailing where you drag behind it is just to get up to altitude. We go to about four thousand feet, and uh, uh, I was at like uh, maybe two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I could see the water clearly. <laughs> I could see the Dominican guy who clearly was not qualified to be operating this up. <laughs> like he was not. Well, we have that in I, I common. Didn't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, rest assured, this is my third weekend doing this. What oh. could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and after two times, nothing will go wrong. Kyle, have you made any other dope food this week? I, I haven't noticed any text coming through. Yeah, I've got. A, I've, I've made a few different things. I got my elk steaks. I cooked those a couple nights ago. Those were super, super tasty. Um, got a bunch of elk. I've been cooking elk. It's it's been elk all week. Who gave that to you? I went to a, a place in Atlanta that has like exotic meats. Ooh, nice. What else did you get? <laughs> all elk. I got all elk. Do you oh. watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. Oh. We watch It's Always Sunny though, where they're like, <laughs> "Ask if they have monkey D." <laughs> Ask if they have monkey. He's like, uh, "They're not have monkey. monkey." He's like, "Hey, we got monkey." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I bet monkey would taste horrible. It's got to be all sinewy and and tough, right? Like if you tried to eat a chimp, I imagine that I would be what, what it would be like eating a juiced up guy. Like if where you ate like a, so ate, tough. If you ate like an old chimp, I think it would be like chi- the chicken and chicken noodle soup because those are the old, worn out birds that are like that are done with the. They're, they're, that's all they're good for anymore. I didn't know that. Yeah, they so they put the it ones... in soup because then it breaks it down enough that you can't tell the difference. Yeah, the way um. Like like the eggs that you get from a fact. If you don't buy like really expensive eggs, you're getting them from this sort of 
uh, if you don't get the like Nelly's organic, all natural, cage free, field raised, eight dollars an egg. I eggs. buy the cheapest eggs. Oh my god, the sl- you got the slave eggs. So if yeah. you're getting slave eggs, <laughs> those birds are just shitting out eggs all day, air day, and like never seeing the sunlight or anything like that. And after about two years or something like that, they are just blown out. And uh, and they they gather those chickens up. They take them and slaughter them for their meat because that's all they're good for anymore. Their their egg production has declined. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the the chickens that you get in chicken noodle soup. That's why that. I mean, if you think about it, it's always that really tough, chewy chicken. But you're like, mmm, wholesome. This is what mom used to give me. Mm. <laughs> well, it's good. S- slave chicken. How long do chickens continue like producing eggs at a, a good pace? I think it's like two years. Oh. You know, I, I saw a clip today on uh, a na- the Nature is Metal Reddit while I was waiting for us to start this. Oh, God. And it was one of those. It was just like uh, chicken eats trapdoor poisonous spider or something. And like I was, it was just a like picture of the, the spider moving around and some guy with a stick poking it. And then a chicken yeah. runs over and just whop, whop, whop and eats it. <laughs> and it was like, man, that's pretty brave. Like, I know it doesn't have a concept of venom, but have no. you ever done that? Like, seen an animal do something you're like, oh, don't you know, don't you know that could hurt you? Like, that could yeah. really fuck you up. If it Animals you don't really have you. a concept of that sort of danger. Just like when I see those, like, mountain goats or whatever, who who inexplicably are on those impossible ledges up to, crazy. Like, 2,000 feet. Hooves more slippery? It's crazy. If If they had, like lizard finger hands you know have you ever see them they're kind of almost suction yeah. tips and if that oh, was yeah. what their feet were like and i saw them walking all over cliff sides i'd be like well that makes a lot of sense but hooves i don't get why they're yeah. so successful i feel like i couldn't navigate a macy's if i had hooves <laughs> like i'd be slipping exactly. all over the place exactly but yeah your animals beat our ass at so much other than totally dominating the planet and making them our bitches you know <laughs> So I guess we, we come out on one. top. Yeah. I have a, well, as soon as they learn tools, we're fucked. Imagine monkeys are already learning hammer. tools. You you seen that video of there's this chimp who's like got one arm and one foot wrapped around a tree and it's got like a rotted out inside. It's kind of like a, a forked tree. Yeah, and he has this, this long stick that he sticks down there, holds it for a second, lets bugs crawl onto it, then pulls it out and just like whoop, corn on the cob style eats all yeah. of it. I wonder if yeah. he figured that out or if he was taught that. Right, because that like when it becomes ancestral, I don't know if I use that right, but when it becomes passed down generation to generation, then real knowledge develops. I, I I saw the same program. I think that it's taught, and they literally said that those chimps had entered the Stone Age because they were making their own tools, and the older ones were teaching the little ones how to like make the. They were always using making the same tool. Hmm. Like like the, it wasn't like a, this guy's got a big long stick and this one's got a little stubby one that doesn't work so well. They're all like, no no no. <laughs> Long, skinny. That's the trick, kids. That's the, look, look, look. Man, that's crazy. If they've entered the Stone Age, or are they just really lowering the qualifications for the Stone Age so they can say that and get some clicks? Because I feel like when we were in the Stone Age, we were whittling and like yeah, we were we were tying down. rocks to sticks with lashing. Right. That's what I think of as the Stone Age. We made an axe. Yeah. Like well, we, we came up with atlatls and bows and things like they that. They entered the pointy stick phase. Well, it auto-filled on, on Google, so that's that's telling. Hmm. It is. Since in the last four minutes since we started recording, it is a torrential <laughs> downpour outside. <laughs> this torrential downpours can be coming neat. down. Yeah, I, I like flash floods. I have a topic. Sure, what's up? 
Is he the asshole? So I don't want to talk about who, but somebody in my universe told me this story. So he's with this girl, and they're not like a exclusive couple or anything, but you know, she's super cute. He likes her, and he goes to see her every so often. Uh, they have sex, you know, for like a long time. It's like you know a special night together, and um, uh, he's like snuggling her, kind of post coitus snuggling of some sort, and he's like, ah. Oh, no, there's no way you're single. And I don't know. He was just being like playful or whatever. And to his surprise, she's like, yeah, I, I mean, I've got a boyfriend. And this was not, this didn't sit well with him, right? He didn't want to be the other guy. That wasn't what he signed up for. He thought there was an implied, we are single people doing this kind of yeah. thing going on there. So they get together again, you know, the like same night, right? They go for round two, I suppose. And he gives her a gigantic hickey that can't be hidden. Is he the asshole? I think he's a funny prankster. <laughs> is where I come down on it. She, uh, she is the ultimate asshole in that. Right. But he, I don't think, is an asshole at all. Because he, well, okay, a little bit of an asshole. Mm. After, if, when, when he came back for seconds, a little asshole-ish. But he already knew the ship had sailed. There was no docking mm. that ship back in the bay. Like, it was kind of over. And if she was that blasé about saying to him, oh, yeah, I've got a boyfriend, like he's got to be not dumb enough to think that he's the first one this has happened. He's the only side chick. Yeah. Yeah. The only side dick that he's that she's getting. I like it. It Rhymes. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, I don't I don't think he should have given. So he intentionally gave her this icky air. Oh, yes. He didn't just intentionally give her a hickey. He intentionally gave her the hickey to end all hickeys. They can't be covered or claimed to be something else. And you don't think that's funny, Kyle? No, I think that's real shitty. No. Oh, I'm coming down very differently. (laughs) uh, That's that's not cool. That's That's an SOS flare that he's firing off for that poor boyfriend, the way I see it. He's like, I'm going to get my fun, but also make sure that he knows, you know, what's going on. Yeah, I, I I saw a story on Reddit, might be false, where uh, he found out that the girl that he was with actually had a boyfriend that lived there. So he put a note under the toilet seat letting him know that, like, hey, I didn't mean to do this. I didn't know what was up, but you should know your girl's cheating on you, and I was here you know, this night. And, uh, of course, she won't spot it because it was under the toilet seat, but when, uh, you know, the seat part. But when the boy lifts it, he'll know it's there. He snitches. Snitches. <laughs> Man, under the toilet seat. That I would be straight up spooked if I got a message <laughs> under my toilet seat. You know? I, I would not care for that one bit. Speaking of of what well, not speaking of spooked, Barry, that show you were speaking about yeah. last week, Kyle. I started watching it. Huge fan. The shit is hilarious. Yeah. My only complaint is that there's too much on the acting side, not enough on the funny assassin side. Yeah. Uh, maybe you agree with that. Maybe you don't. That blonde actress girl is very not funny, very not entertaining. <laughs> like she's she's boring. Uh, but whatever his name is, who plays Barry, he's hilarious. He's great at acting like a guy who doesn't know how to act. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bill haters they uh, can do that. Mm-hmm. Bill Hader has some of the best impressions out there, and he has some of the funniest sketches on Saturday Night Live. Um, it's it, just really, really good bits, and uh, and man, he's great as Barry. Uh, it's it's a good fucking show. Um, Is it over, or are they still making um, it? They're still making it. It's a very. I'm good only show. like four episodes in, but they have two seasons now. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have two seasons. It's 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 real popular. Henry Winkler plays <clears throat> the acting uh, teacher, the acting coach, who's a bit He's of a hilarious. Fraud right. I like him. And uh, and then you've got this guy from Gotham, whose name is very difficult, but he's the bald guy who has who's like completely hairless, uh, and and he's he's part of the Chechen mafia, and <laughs> he's this weird mixture of lighthearted funniness and silliness, and and like super hardcore scariness that that's mm-hmm. just great. He's, and he's, he's got like alopecia funny. or something where there's like he doesn't yeah. have eyebrows, he doesn't no have eyebrows. any hair at all. No eyelashes. And that guy who you're talking about is far and away the funniest character in the show. I think because he'll like Barry will be going out, you know, he'll get assigned a hit or whatever. And that little guy will text him and be like, uh, <laughs> Hey, it turns out that the uh, Gorzo wants to talk to you. And then he'll send that. And then right afterwards, send like a, Oh, like kind of emoji. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Or> like, <he's... laughs> he'll, he'll send these big long. He's, it's like, it's like murder this guy, blah, blah, blah. Make sure, make sure it hurts. By the way, delete all these messages, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one where he's like, uh, early on, with, where kind of Barry's manager is like, yeah, I got, who is another fantastic actor. I don't know what his name is, but uh, he plays Bill Dotrieve in uh, a ton of other guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a fantastic actor. And he is the manager for Barry in the assassination business, I guess. And so he'll tell Barry, uh, like, hey, these Chechens... They have a job that you can fill. They seem like hardcore guys, so tell them something fucked up you did. <laughs> didn't you stab a guy in the nuts once? And Barry's like, yeah, I, don't even, I don't, didn't even really mean to, though. It just kind of happened. He's like, tell them that. I think, I think they'll like that. And then he meets with those guys, and they're like, we need you to shoot this guy and get it done with and do this. And Barry's like, do you want me to do anything? Like, like I can stab him in the nut if you want. And they're just like, oh. Can you just shoot him? <laughs> That's pretty fucked up, man. Oh, Jesus. Like, and they're, they're like these hardcore before. criminals. Yeah. It hurts really bad. Yeah. <laughs> just shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it's, it's, it's really funny. Um, like, like how, how, like, nonchalant they are with, with murder and stuff. And he's just sort of got this, uh, th- these two very different parts of his life. It's a little like Dexter, but much funnier. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, You'll warm up to the acting side of things, I think. Like, like, like to see how um, his murder life like fucks with his acting life. Uh, that's really funny stuff. Like, 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 like more and more, they'll mistake his like mental breakdowns and stress for acting. They'll I'm still be like, waiting for more of that because the way you described it was very funny. Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit later on. Um, Barry gets into more and more hardcore shit as the show goes on, um, and uh, there, there's—I uh, I won't spoil anything, but, but but it becomes more and more. There's some. There's one episode in particular. It's probably season two, episode three or four, where he's got to take out this Taekwondo master. Yeah, that's that's what I was hoping to get to in the first few episodes. I'm like, where's that goddamn scene Kyle was describing, dude? Where do you get to the Taekwondo master that he's got to kill? Like that 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 episode is hilarious. That that's the best episode of the of the whole series, I think. That's that's some fucked up shit. Um, it, it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Barry is there any other time. good shit you guys are watching? Maybe not necessarily on par with that, but I watched. Bad I like shit. I watched the Society. I think that's what it's called. Do you guys know it on Netflix? 
Uh, I've probably scrolled by it. I'll have to look it up. It's basically a Lord of the Flies, like a modern day one. Uh, essentially, there's a high school full of teenagers, and they get they go on a field trip. The field trip gets canceled, I think, and they take them to like back to the town they came from. But now the town is completely empty. All the adults are gone, and all the roads leading out of this town are blocked. And when they try to like you know hike out, one of the girl dies of a snake bite. And so now they're just trapped in what turns out to be like a replica of the town they're from, an exact replica. All the cabinets are filled with the same medicines and grocery stores are stocked just like they were before. It's kind of like they just vanished all the adults, but there's some differences that make them know, understand that it's a replica. They, they've done this. And mm-hmm. now these teenagers and high school graduates, some of them, you know, they had just finished, have to create their own society and... You know, the football team becomes this sort of like police military organization that enforces rules. Some of these people with leadership take over. Some of the people are like sociopaths, you know, doing things. There's some deaths involved. And I liken it to Designated Survivor, which is to say that like it started off with a really, really great premise. And I was sucked into it. I wanted to see where it went. And then over the full season, I was like, eh. I don't give a fuck about like who's dating who and they spend a ton of time on that which relationships are going well this teenager's mad at that teenager i couldn't care any less i want to see like nice taylor with thunder and i want to yeah, see like this laugh. society develop and like the the uh, turn on itself and i want to see some violence and stuff like that i definitely don't care about teen dating it it couldn't be less interesting I just finished uh, the Sun. Uh, it's, it's I think the full title is like the first Sun of Texas. That's that um, mm. the movie with um, what's his name Pierce Brosnan as uh, as as like um, the Comanche raised cowboy. The Western that was a pretty good series. Uh, I think I think that's the end of it. Two seasons. Uh, it was pretty decent. And uh, I just watched the sixth season of The Blacklist, which is uh, the James Spader show, where he's like the world's most notorious criminal. Uh, and he's got a deal with the FBI where he helps them take out uh, people who are on his list, his black list of like super secret, basically James Bond villains. He's like, you guys don't even know about you think you got you, you guys don't even know. There's a whole criminal underworld of these guys who are essentially James Bond villains that you've never even heard of because they're they're good at doing their job. But I know all about them and I can help you take them out. And he's just basically, you know, like one step ahead, uh, like all the time. And he's an absolute he's a murderer. He kills a lot of people. He's got a. It's it's pretty lighthearted. He's got like uh, a guy for everything. If he needs to get something done, like he's got a guy that does that. You know, like Dwight Schrute was like always like, yeah, I got a goat guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's got like a- Frank Reynolds. He's like, I got a pig guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's got a torture guy. Um, like whenever he needs to have someone tortured, he brings this weird dude in who's like on, who's like on oxygen on this oxygen respirator all the time, and he's. He, he comes up, he devises these bizarre tortures that are custom made for each person based on what they would be afraid of. And like, it always involves animals and weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, first of all, Sonny, I'm going to need you to take, to take your britches off. And the guy's like, what? What the fuck? And a few hours later, he comes out of the room wearing a full beekeeper's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I think he knows, but he's holding on to that information. <laughs> I'm going to go back in. <laughs> we're having his coconuts pollinated as we speak <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> terrible <laughs> yeah. uh, some good shit yeah I'm, I'm on the hunt for new things to watch 
Game of Thrones really left a nice big empty space. Yeah, Netflix had a, the thing I read said they lost subscribers, but they gained more than they lost. But nonetheless, Netflix is suffering, and I find it really interesting. You know, I yeah, they got to come out with better lot, shows. Like, they're losing it, a lot of stuff. Um, they're losing a lot of their like what I think of as sort of tentpole programs, not in the traditional sense, but but in the sense that like they've had them forever and they, and they get watched a ton. Like The Office and Friends are, mm-hmm. are I think watched a lot over there. I watch the I watch hours of the office every week and it's going bye bye. Um they they need some more original programming and you know I thought they had a good thing going with the Marvel stuff but of course Disney owns that and and they're sort of pulled the rug out from under all that Marvel I didn't stuff. Didn't realize how Two, vulnerable they were in. to so much, you know? Like it like you mentioned the Marvel thing where they had stars and stars was just a tremendous amount of content but not really great content. But when it was gone, I was like, man, a lot's missing. I missed it. And yeah. I, when they started making all their own shows, I thought that was dumb, that they should just keep renting them. But it turned out not to be dumb because no one wants to rent them stuff anymore. It turns out the owners of the shows have the real power, not the distribution person. Like I feel Netflix. like they've, they've ruined their Netflix original brand a little bit. Because it used to be, and I think we've covered this before, that when I would see Netflix show, I'd be like, oh, it's got a lot of money behind it, a lot of talent. This should be good. And you give it a go, and it is pretty good. Now, when I see Netflix original, and it's next to 10 other Netflix originals that I'd never scrolled past until that moment, I'm just like, all of this is going to be trash. They're like, all they're B's and C's. Content, and so they're, yeah, they're all B's and C's, and the occasional, well, at this point, probably the best is a B, honestly. Like, there's just Have you not seen the last good Kingdom? Netflix original. Yeah, yeah, that, that okay. was one of their early series, right? Yeah, it's still going. Um, I like that one. I, I I always thought that that was um like a a a B level Game of Thrones almost. Like I, I haven't really seen the most recent season, but it was good. I liked yeah. it. You got oh, what was his name? Ulfmar Uhtred. Is that the yeah, Vikings Uchred. one? That's what it is. Yeah, uh, it's it's related to the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, I mean he was What's a, he the was a sack funny one. Vikings one. It's just called Vikings. I, I think it's called Vikings. I like that one. Is no no Norseman right? Oh, Norseman, you're right. You're yeah, right. yeah. So, so, yeah, it's a little confusing because there's three big Viking shows out there. Mm-hmm. There's Vikings, made by History Channel, which is excellent, by the way, especially like the first three seasons. And it, it circles around um, Ragnar Lothbrok. Uh, Lothbrok, yeah. Yeah. They have the what? motorcycle gang dude. I forget his name. Mm, the blonde-haired yes. guy that played Jax. I, I think that's him, yes. Uh, no, no, no. It just looks a lot like him. Really? I think it's the case. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure it just looks a lot like him. I thought that guy died. No, that's Paul Walker you're thinking of. Oh, well, shows yeah. what I know. <laughs> yeah. Is Good Paul Walker guy the Fast and Furious guy? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not Fair anymore. Point. Yeah. Uh, he exploded. And, uh, People do and that. So, and so then there's Norsemen, and that's the that's the funny one. That's the silly one. Who, who would, I'm really looking forward, forward to another season of that. That's great. There's just been two, right? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think maybe maybe two seasons of that. Uh, that's a funny fucking show. They're they're just so backwards and dumb, and they're and you know they they really mix comedy with the barbarism really well. That's a good show. <laughs> the guy that th- there's a guy who starts off the whole thing as the leader of them, and uh, he's the funniest to me. He's, he's always I, he just phrases things really funny. I, I can't do it like Kyle can, but I li- it kills me. I like. I love his brother, who's like the who's the gay Viking, and he's got like they discover his stash of like hand crude, 
crudely hand-drawn yeah. homosexual <laughs> pornography and wooden dildos. <laughs> and he tries to explain it away. It's the crudely drawn part of it that's so funny. It's so crudely drawn. Like, like it's 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 six year old in like crayon class. <laughs> the dicks are just of... like aligned towards somewhere some yeah. other stick figure. Yeah, it's it's fucking good. Uh, <laughs> I like Viking shit. It's it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, but but yeah, yes. la, the uh, the Last Kingdom was a pretty good show they made. But yeah, I, I gotta admit they, I don't know. It's they're, they're forgettable, you know. Like like I bet if I had a whole list of all their best shit, like, these yeah, are Netflix no. originals. When you say yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Um, I never did watch Marco Polo. I've heard people speak highly of oh, that. Narcos. Terrible. I heard Narcos is very good. You've never seen Narcos? Mm-mm. Oh, Narcos is top tier. That's I that, that. Narcos. It was good. Narcos could totally be an HBO show. It, 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 I think it's. I, I hold it in that kind of regard. It's just as good as um, a lot of HBO shit. Like, like it's very good, and it's a true story. Um, mm. And they do different true stories every season. I, they've either done two or three seasons. Um, I think they did two seasons in Colombia on Pablo Escobar, maybe. I could be wrong. And then they did a season on Mexico uh, when the Mexicans uh, shifted to marijuana really heavily in like the late 70s or early 80s or something like that. And they got a lot of threats from the actual cartel. Uh, so I, I'm, they were worried they weren't going to be able to continue production because they're like, the show's based on real cartel members, some of which are still alive and some of which have been dead, but all of which the are portrayed like, as criminals instead of I mean, they're portrayed as who they were. Well, uh, yeah, they might not like that. They don't like that. I don't think they like being portrayed at all. <laughs> um, you know, you don't it, think it, like it, even the top guys like, hey man, this is pretty cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> made Netflix. Everybody oh, loves the pink show. Humvee. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really liked it. After they um, left the Escobar storyline, I lost a lot of interest in that show. Really? I liked yeah. it. I, I, I really like um, Narcos Mexico is pretty good. Uh, I had to stop watching at the end because I know how it ends and it's fucked up. Um, like, like one of the main characters dies a really gruesome death and it was uh, it was a big deal when it happened. It changed the United States uh, uh, policy uh, with the cartel, with Mexico and uh, with drug and interdiction down there. Uh, they killed a DEA agent in a really horrific way, and uh, I want to see that. It's yeah, I, I quit watching about two episodes to go because I didn't want to see it. Uh, huh. it. Well, I don't. I probably won't watch it either then. Well, I mean, it's good. It's a good show, good season, hmm. but uh, I didn't want any part of that. That's fucked up. It's real fucked up. The last really, honestly, I think the last really funny and good Netflix original series I watched was American Vandal. Mm-hmm. The one where dicks. spray painting dicks on things that that had me enthralled. How like usually, if I'm two? watching a show, uh, I, I didn't watch. Or no, wait, that was the one. Uh, they were pooping places, right? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it or something. I, they, I, I don't. I, I didn't watch the second series. The first one was really, really made me laugh hard. So I liked that. Something I can't get into at all that Netflix does in Stranger Things. Yeah, the first season was. Okay, this is Overrated like it was one of those shows where I was watching the first season and I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of engaging. It's got a weird fantasy element and there's aliens and, and monsters and shit. And everybody the whole time's like beating off over it feverishly, like, oh my God, this Why? is the best show ever. I love this show. <laughs> and then I watched season two and by like a couple episodes into that, I'm like, this is just not, this is straight up not good. 
these kids are not good actors. This is not very a very compelling storyline anymore. And so I'm not going to watch season three. But that season one, three is back. Everyone's it. beating off over it again. I, I it's not that good. I thought season one was good. It was a B minus show, right? It was an above average mm-hmm. show to me. I didn't understand why the internet was so excited about it. I wonder if they're I season turf, one. Yeah. I love season Maybe. one. I thought it was excellent. Uh, I thought the kid actors were did a very strong job. They all got like like lots of lots of work right after that, and I thought they did good jobs in in the all the movies that they went to. Um, I can't think of the guy's name who plays the sheriff. Um, he's great. Winona Ryder's great. Uh, I love season one. I haven't watched season two or season three yet because I am saving them. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. I'm saving. You liked them. it that much? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it a lot. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, I, I thought it was really good. I thought the kid actors, I mean, I haven't seen season two. I have heard season two isn't as good as season one. It's a step down. I've heard that. Uh, but I thought they were excellent in the first season. Oh, did you see uh, Boogie decided not to get that car? No, he did. He lost I, thought he bought a, I thought he bought a Tesla. He put Well, you can't just buy a Tesla. You put a deposit down and, and they build you a Tesla. So you put down like, I heard $10,000. I don't know what it is. But if it's a $90,000 car, that, that seems about right. But uh <sighs> You put down a fucking big ass uh, deposit and then they bill you one. You bought the wrong one, according to me. According to me. Like the Model 3 is their latest one. It's not their greatest one, isn't it? But the performance is still outrageous and it has all the cool tech. The self driving stuff would be so attractive to me. I would love that. But he, the problem is he spent a hundred grand on a car. Like it really would have been better if he dialed that back. Even 65 is a lot on a car. Oh, but yeah. That's a nice Model 3. You know, he could have been really happy there. Well, they're like thirty grand. Model three is like thirty. Yeah, but not not the special one. You want the longer yeah. range that goes three hundred and fifty miles, and you want sure. the auto driving, which is sixty five. What's the best? Well, what's the good Model Three cost? It's not sixty five ish. Really, it yeah. doubles the price when you load it out. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't I don't look into those things at all. I don't they, like the the Teslas. Oh, I would really. The only trouble is like one of my use cases is a 350 mile drive. Like when I do this paragliding thing, yeah, uh, it's 350 well, each way, to... which is right on the edge of what it can do. You know, I it probably can't do it. You probably have to drive the speed limit the whole way. And I don't know. I bet you could find a spot to have lunch like halfway that has one of those PowerPoint things and just make that part of your trip every time. And how common are those now? pretty common i mean they're everywhere i'm in atlanta so maybe maybe i'm an outlier but like everywhere i go they, they have them there like every mall um like every nice downtown area um they yeah. have no, maybe that's why i haven't seen any <laughs> if, if like kyle says you know you want to stop for an hour and top off a little bit that would work out but it's kind of not what i want you know i, yeah. I, I like being able to power through and get there I wouldn't yeah, want a car it's... looming over my head causing me financial stress. <laughs> well, it's going to make money for you, Taylor. That's what you don't understand. <laughs> when you're asleep, it's out working. <laughs> I, d- I wonder what All level you believe that. I get five people to also sell these vitamins, and I... then I'm making money on this <laughs> vitamin sales operation. I only had to pay a $500 in fee. That... He, got put, <laughs> he got put together. Um, that's what we call that. Oh. Put together like... Uh, I thought Taking that had to do ride. with financing. Like, you know, when you come in underwater and you leave even more underwater. I, or maybe put he together got, is a broader term. T- tell, it's, a, it's a broader term that means he got taken for a ride. Um, how a do you ride think he got a, taken for a ride? Uh, I mean, he explained exactly how he got taken for a ride. The guy sold Kyle's him on, right. on, on all the features of the car and how the car was going to make money for him. 
you know, and and how like like just you know all the videos that he can make with the car now. How, he sold how, like, up on the imaginary features of the car. That's the part that got me right. Yeah, like, the parts that don't technically even exist yet. Yes. Uh, like, like like the the parts that are that are that are the the whole thing where like the car is gonna be able to be part of its own ride sharing thing, and you'll just like park your car when like like he'll be inside playing games and his car is just gonna drive away and go pick somebody up and take him somewhere. And then, you know, he'll get money deposited into his account and then the car will park itself. I probably take itself up, wash itself, you know, <laughs> go go fuck a Ford. It's totally and, sentient. Yeah. And then, and then come on back. Well, I mean, you know, the, the idea is it would be able to do those basic things where essentially, you know, take itself out, pick somebody up, drop them to their destination, fuel itself, come How back. How cool would it be if it could drop you off at the airport? It doesn't have to even go back to your house. Like, even if it just went to long-term parking and dropped you off up close, that'd be pretty neat. Oh. That would be. Really I, I think that. Actually. I see your point now that that you wouldn't have to park. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That would be bad. But don't imagine how stressed you would be, insecurity, wondering if your ninety thousand dollar investment made it to the long term lot. Like, best case scenario, it went to hourly. Best case scenario, it went to hourly. I am fucked. Wait, how would it? How would the car even take a ticket? You don't. I well, didn't think about that actually. Well, in the future, I, I, Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> Usually, so you gotta hit the button and then put it on your. Yeah, dash. you gotta. I didn't think about <laughs> that at post all. it on the windshield. I thought it would just like, drive to the. I, I would love for you to. I need Taylor next to me and the Tesla salesman to protect me. How will yeah, the car yeah. take a ticket? Wait a minute, he's been full of shit this whole time. <laughs> this guy's a master rueseman. <laughs> Imagine a cop pulling ride. your car over for speeding and nobody's in it. <laughs> That's pretty like, funny. What? Fuck, they got me again. <laughs> Silly Teslas. Dude, well, I was, there's no one to ticket. But it's a black go. car, so he takes a headlight out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, it took me a second to process that. <laughs> what are you doing here, boy? The car's like, the windshield wiper flicks twice. You don't look like you belong on this interstate. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I think he got put together, and uh, and it, it, it takes a while for that to wear off, for someone to realize you know, especially when you're not taking possession of the vehicle, that's a weird thing that whenever we would sell someone a car that was not yet a car, like when we're we're like going to order you one or we're going to get you one. Um, and and the best thing we can do is take you for a test drive and one that's similar. But this one's ours. It's not going to be yours. That was always very tentative. And it didn't really feel like you had actually fucked them yet. Uh, like like I'm, I'm switching over to like hooking up with a girl it's almost like you'd arranged everything she said she was gonna fly down but just at any moment she'd just be like yeah i got my period this week it's just not gonna work or you know ah work won't let me go like mm -hmm. it's not for sure thing yet you but whereas when they come in and they sign the papers and they drive away in the car like a lot of states have a law that's literally i think called the curb law or something like that Essentially, when they drive, like, and they have the exact distance. When when they've taken that car so many feet from the curb of the dealership, a legal thing just happened. As a and, buyer, and, I, I, I'm sorry, I never, yeah. like this legal thing. I never knew that, but as a buyer, I always kind of understood. A new car has like 12 miles or less, kind of. You know that that's about rightish. If I see a car with 50 miles on it, it's almost like 
well, someone drove this one around. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's not new anymore. And as a when I own a car, I think I get to like 150 miles in no time at all. You know, it's almost exciting to drive it. I'm breaking it in. Let's see. How, and I know now it's not new. I can't give it back. I can't expect them to sell this to someone else with hundreds of miles on it. People will yeah. do that. People do that all the time. Huh. Um, but do you guys but, take it back? Almost without question. Uh, it hmm. seemed like it was one of those things where making trouble with somebody and trying to force them to take a car was worth way more trouble than it was worth to just make a few thousand dollars I got uh, in the long run. Ones. I I bought a Ford Focus. I was being frugal. I was this is. I don't know, a long 20 years ago. And uh, it didn't have cruise control, which was really important to me. Cru- I, I use it more than most people mm-hmm. do. So they put on an aftermarket cruise control, and it was dreadful. It didn't work. It didn't do what you expected. The stick was like, it looked like some fucking gorilla drilled it in the side. It was poorly installed. And, uh, oh, it had a wire hanging by your feet that you would step on. That would stop the car from like starting. All right, whoa, whoa, what whoa. the fuck? Yeah, it sounded like some cholos took you for a ride. Like, 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 <laughs> I like, mean, it was like a real Ford oh, dealership. This, <laughs> this is a feature, homie. <laughs> you don't even need a key. But this it, wire only comes in the 2001. <laughs> yeah. So this was a brand new car from a regular Ford dealership. It wasn't like I went to some mom and pop used bullshit place that you know will be gone next year. And uh, they just did a really shitty job. And. I, after I, I basically said I don't want this. Like this isn't what we talked about. You know, at the time, cruise controls. You know how you press the button five times. Fords have like a positive click, 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 and yeah. it goes up five miles an hour. This wasn't like that at all. You just sort of held it, and it would and it gets it revs. Yeah, on the focus. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It was bullshit. I don't, I don't remember if it rev, but whatever. I hated it. It was a really bad experience, and. I they wouldn't take the car back. I fussed. I asked for a manager. I, I I didn't have any success. Maybe adult me would have done a little better. You know, older. Oh adult. yeah, they gotta take that bitch back. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. And oh, he just will. oh my god, he started telling me about his faith and how his relationship with God and he would never do a bad thing. And you know, his voicemail talked about how much he loved God. And I'm like, this is a fucking sales tactic, you asshole. If somebody in the context of a business deal tells me about their relationship with God, that guy's trying to fuck you. That guy absolutely is trying to convince you he's someone he's not. Yeah, I don't like... Uh, let's not mix that in. Like, I don't even know about your family. I don't know, need to know about your spiritual life. Like, what's important it's here is the matter at hand. Yeah, it's, it's manipulative. You, sh- you should come back with, like, like some crazy shit. Like, 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 oh, really? My father runs a little church. My father was killed by a Lutheran. (laughs) (laughs) I like where you're headed. Shit like that. No, I remember the guy that I I bought my car from recently was like, I bought it. Everything was signed. Check was given. Money was taken out of my account. Everything was good to go. And he must have called me five times over the next two weeks being like, hey, just reminding you to, you know, hop online and take the customer satisfaction survey uh, because, you know, I don't get my full commission unless you go in there and give all tens for everything. So just letting you know. And then you'd, you'd call over and over and over. And it's like, I got a life. I got shit to do. This is one thing on my docket. And then I went to the review thing. And it wasn't just a anonymous Yelp or not, I don't even know what what side it would have been. It wasn't an anonymous oh, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 that goes to the dealership. He wanted me to like post publicly on Yelp about him. 
mm. like by name. And it's like, no, you fucking cunt. I'm no, 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 no. I'm not making a public post on Yelp That's about different. you. Yeah. Yeah. They, so, I thought so that we it was always... going to be a thing that it was like, oh, thanks for choosing fucking Stevenson uh, Honda. How did it go with Ted? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 submit. I would have done that easily. It wasn't that. It was a huge hullabaloo where they're trying to get you know, all this information, it's no, no. Yeah. It we, um, I it's a big deal. Like, like getting the surveyed back and all tens, like, like you might think, I'll give them all 90%. I, it was very satisfactory. Not incredibly satisfactory. If it would have been easy. I would have done all tens. I always I, do that to hook people up. I didn't up, get my dick sucked. So it wasn't all tens. I made a but, deal but, at a hotel a couple years ago. I, I, they're like, you know, I, like, if you reviewed us on Yelp or whatever it was and took this survey, it would really help us. We get a $35 bonus if people that stay here sign us and mention our name, how good we are. And it's like, huh, you'd like a $35 bonus. And I just broke my leg and find it hard to carry luggage with crutches. Maybe we can work something out. And they were more than happy to like, yeah. So you mm -hmm. want me to just take your suitcase to your car for $35? Yeah, we would yeah. bribe people. Um, you would I would bribe people would yeah, we'd straight up bribe them. Um, like it, it was a huge deal to get all tens mm -hmm. uh, with with uh, with Ford um, to, to to be a dealership that had an ex whatever percentage of like all tens or whatever was a huge deal. Like everybody was getting bonuses. So uh, every time I sold you a new car, I would be like, "Look, here, you're gonna get this form. It looks like this. Here's a copy of it. You're gonna get this. I need all tens. All you gotta do is bring that back to me. I'll fill it out and." I'll give you a free oil change or a free tank of gas, whichever one you want. You know, either way, it's a pretty good deal. We, we can go to the service department, get it, get a free oil change. I don't know what that costs. 75 bucks probably with the oil uh, or full tank of gas, which again, if it's an SUV or probably something, probably 50, 60 bucks as well. And, uh, and I got excellent scores because that's I great. Them all. It wasn't yeah, my money. Who paid? Like, that, that was my next question. Oh, yeah, that's coming right out of the dealership. I got to be, I got to, I got to fucking, card for uh the the dealership so we just drive you over to the bp and bloop and and we're all good see if it was just a sheet and it was like here you fill it out for yourself tell t tell them i think you're cute too whatever the hell it doesn't matter i would have done that <clears throat> the thing they wanted to have me do was like a public post and i also it wouldn't let you submit it unless you agreed to be on their mailing list Mm -hmm. it was like an online and it was like are you actively trying to get people to not take this because if you just gave me what kyle just described it would have taken me one second to go 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 here yeah take it let me leave i don't want you to call me ever again our transaction is over honda man <laughs> like that's it and i you would offer like free tank of gas or free yeah. oil change like the place yeah. i bought mine from like they say they'll just give me free oil changes whenever as long as i come back you get like free oil changes forever for buying a car from them I mean, as long as my warranty is is still in place, they said, uh, yeah. I don't know what that is. That's an interesting. That's a good deal, better deal than I've seen before. Yeah, I've never never heard of that. Um, what I was doing was he was selling it hard though. What I was doing wasn't uh, maybe you we're paid not supposed for to do it? that part of your warranty. Uh, did you buy a warranty in when you were being financed, like an extended warranty? Oh no, I just got like the whatever it is. The they, normal one. When I bought that the Focus, they laid out that they sold the whatever warranty Honda hard. provides. I don't know. They, they were they and they made it seem like a good deal, like a profitable deal. You know, you pay this thousand oh, dollars, we'll give you like a thousand dollars in oil changes and this and that. And I said no, and he's like, you know, all right, I just want to know. Like, I get you don't want this. Why don't you want it? And I was like, because 
if you want to sell it, <laughs> it can't be good for me. Wow. <laughs> you know? Like, like I, I see all your math. I see that the math works, but the fact that you're trying to sell it to me means I probably shouldn't buy well, it. They, yeah, they started off with me being like, and the Honda train warranty, which come from Honda, does this and that and the other thing. Like, as I'm driving it around, like, sounds pretty good. And then they get me in the finance office and they're like, now that Honda train warranty, a lot of holes in it. You know, you need to, <laughs> you need, you need to buy this and that. And I had to say, this this dude, this 62-year-old man would not, he must have taken five no's on an additional mm. warranty before it was like, no, I mean, uh, your salesman really convinced me this Honda warranty is, is going to take care of me. Like, That's I've never heard bit. someone being like, God damn Honda fucking me over. <laughs> like, I've never heard that in my life. But God, like, I, I've worked in sales. And the, the way these guys don't take no is uncomfortable. <laughs> like they, they will not take a no, especially that finance guy who he lures you in. He's got a picture of his family turned towards me for some <laughs> oh, reason, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, because he's being manipulative. And I'm just kind of yeah. in my head being like, huh, that's smart. I do the same thing. You see that uh, snaggle tooth kid? That's mine. You want him to get braces? Well, let's hook you up with one of these warranties. <laughs> yeah. All I, those I, I, kids we, are mine. Well, that's his graduating class of the down syndrome academy 2008 you know that one's black (laughs) i used to go in like ready to say no at gamestop you know i'd be like all right i just take uh borderlands 2 no upsells please all right would you like to be a gamestop club member Uh, uh, uh. no upsells please and they just keep like uh, uh, uh. you know like I, i was very clear that's what you have to do I like when I bought my big TV, the same one Kyle has, when they're like, do you want the extended warranty on the TV? It would protect you from if you poured water on it. It's like, <laughs> a if I pour water mishap. on this TV, I deserve to have to buy a new TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I never get extended warranties for absolutely anything. A lot of times I, I hear about people getting fucked over anyway when they try to like, like, hey, I turned out. Good thing I got that extended warranty. Uh I was making sandwiches with your iron that I purchased, and yeah. damned, if, damned if it didn't short out. What? It's not not. What do you mean it's not made for making sandwiches? Well, I mean, I know I know it's an iron. What? You hung up on me, son of a bitch. Yeah, that you never buy into that stuff. They try to sell you in uh, in finance the, yeah. the wheel and tire protection, or uh, we would sell. Um, <laughs> I always for two hundred dollars. For two hundred dollars, I'd say this thing where I etched your window glass. Oh. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a number on your all the glass in your fucking Ford Focus in case an international band of window glass thieves target your Ford Focus and steal five hundred dollars worth of glass out of your Ford Focus, <laughs> then you can come back. You can bring the police to us, and we'll give them the number that we're totally gonna write down and not forget all about after you leave. And they'll be able to track down the Ford Focus glass <laughs> being kept at their international glass stealing ring headquarters, amongst all the other Ford Focus window glass that they're stealing, and we'll get it. They'll be able to get it back to you. Really? <laughs> Not really. You want, how about give me two hundred dollars and I'm gonna I'm gonna rub some shit on your glass though. Let's do that. It was literally like. <laughs> I don't remember. It's such I, a scam. I, I did it a couple times, but I, I don't even remember how it worked. It, it looked like a piece of blue masking tape that you would like put in like the bottom corner of someone's glass, and it, and then you'd rub this stuff on the back of it that was acid, and it would only eat through the portion of the masking tape that had the numbers cut out of it. So the the acid would etch the glass. Huh. But but that's kind of cool. 
even as 19 year old me, I was like, this isn't a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, like, like how much could Ford focus glass cost? Like, 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 I don't I even lock stuff. it. <laughs> you know, like this precaution seems overkill. The locking tire lugs. That was the other one. Like, 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 I don't remember what those cost, but it may have been fifty dollars, may have been a hundred dollars, but it was just like one lug for each wheel that 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 had that had to use that special like insert yeah. key to unlock them, and it's like, dude, again, Ford Focus. <laughs> like, 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 this is not. The, I could see if you had like big 20 inch spinning rims on this thing. If you had an $8,000 set of wheels mm-hmm. on your car, like it would matter. But like nobody's stealing these fucking wheels off your car. But yeah, I'll take your money, I guess. Dude, what bothered me a lot about it was the way I could tell he was lying and he was hoping I wouldn't catch on to the fact that he was lying. Where he'd like try and gish gallop me with a bunch of facts and things about some warranty. And then I'd have to be like, yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna if I say no to that, the Honda warranty it's still in place, right? Like the one from the manufacturer that's still there. And he would like go out of his way to be like, well, but the other thing you need to consider is that like he wouldn't just say yes. Of course not. He no. wouldn't say yes. Of course the Honda power, whatever warranty is gonna is gonna be in effect. It was just like, and a, a couple minutes into that where you realize, oh, he's lying to me because <laughs> he has no respect for my intelligence. Like I, you just shut them down, and it's like, dude, you you do this every day to a bunch of fucking rubes who just fell off an apple cart. Like I'm not falling for your shit. Like it, I know you have more experience than anyone with this, Kyle, at least among the three of us. But good lord, where did you notice? He's like, how, look how, here, cranium maximus. Those fucking <laughs> I took one are. look at you. <laughs> If anything, he should have been able to assume I could like move pencils with my mind. <laughs> That's what you should think. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, did you notice like a different level of skeeviness between the salesmen themselves and the finance people? Or was it all just kind of a, a oh, huckster yeah. it's, thing? It's a, different, way? it's a different thing because it's different products. Um, and it's a different um, sort of approach because... It's like the, diff- the, the the salesman is like trying to pick a girl up and like get the girl to go on a date with him. Um, but the finance guy already has the girl in bed. So the, the salesman is, is trying to get the girl into a bed. The finance guy is trying to get in her ass. Like, like he's got her in the bed. <laughs> he's trying to get one more step. Yeah. <clears throat> he's got her in the bed. We, we've definitely got, got, got straight sex. But if I could get in her butt, if I could just <laughs> get in her butt. Maybe I could bring out some sort of a thing with a quarter horsepower engine on it or something, and that look that that, that uh, yeah, it used to be a chainsaw, but now it's just got a whole bunch of tongues around it instead of a blade. So come on, it'd be cool. <laughs> like like yeah. that's that's the main difference is because the the finance guy already has you in what's called the box. It's usually like a whole separate room, you know. It's yeah, glass, it's a whole office. Yeah, you're you're in there now, and that that it's a heavy door usually. Finance guy isn't selling a product; he's usually just trying to fuck you by selling you nothing. He sells a lot of nothing. He sells a yeah. lot of little additional things. Um, and, you know, there's a front end of a deal and a back end of a deal. The front end is everything that happens outside that box. And the back end is everything that happens inside that box. And different people get paid different percentages of each of those halves of the deal. Obviously, the salesman gets a lot on the front end. Very little on the back end. 
And the the inverse is true for the, the finance guy. He might get a tiny bit of the front end, but he gets most of the back end because they're doing the uh, the appropriate amounts of, of work for either for either part of the deal. But yeah, the, the the finance guy he's selling things like wheel and tire protection, all sorts of road hazard protection. Um, some, yeah, roadside some... assistance. Trying to hit me up with that. It's yeah, like, no, I got triple A. Service, he'll sell you services like that. Um, use sometimes he'll include things like uh, in the well, they put satellite radio and everything now like standard and give you free, free six months, but it wasn't always like that. He'll he'll say all kinds of little upgrades, all sorts of little additional things that you really don't need like like almost ever like like it's very rare that you need any of those things uh locking gas caps um all sorts of uh warranties essentially that's his big thing is warranties and finance you know like like, like getting you into a deal that gets him a little more interest you know like, like like if he can he can sell a couple points of interest to you that he doesn't have to, you know, that's, that's definitely in his best, you know, sometimes I would sell people not on a, the price of the car, but on the payment per month, they would just agree to that. Well, that's a smart way to do it. I would think because it's easier for people to digest. It's a, it's a dumb per, It's a dumb thing to sign. Like, like, you know, what can you afford? I just want my payments to be $400 a month, man. If I could do that, um, we could make this happen. Really? really? What's your down payment? I could do 8,000. If you could do 10, I think we can make 400 a month work. I never said how many months. A hundred months. He'd get in there and it's 72 months. I'm just like, wait a minute, 72 times 400 plus 10. It was an $8,000 car, Martha. An $8,000 car. It's like a Charlton Heston on the beach yeah. moment. <laughs> you, blow, you blow it up. <laughs> I liked when... Uh, oh, what was it he said? He was like, and if you sign up for this 96-month... Or ninety six thousand mile warranty or something. If you are, if you don't like it, <laughs> thirty days from now you can come back in and cancel it. And in my head, I'm like, so you're saying if I total this car in the next thirty days and bring it back, and I'm not satisfied with the way you handle it, then I could cancel what I was going to pay. What? You just this get doesn't a new make car any sense. None of this makes <laughs> any sense, sir. You know, I didn't say that because I was trying to get out of there. That that is. The most frustrating thing about the car buying process. That was the first car I've ever bought. And good Lord, they hold you hostage. The whole, ah, you know, and this was the salesman in the front office side of it, where I'm like, it's like, what do you think's fair? I said this. And he's like, I don't know about that. I got to go talk to my office manager. And then he'd leave for like 10 minutes. And it's like, do you think I'm retarded that you're actually talking to your office manager? I can see you through the window. <laughs> Not doing that. Buttering up some other guy who you're going to sell a car. It, it, Come on, like at least go into another room and have a coffee. Yeah. Like it, I don't know it. it not it, I was still going to give him tens because he kept it quick for me for the most part until it got to the end, and that seems to be the recurring <laughs> theme. The, Kyle, they give tens. They they give it. Yeah, give him tens. They they keep it quick, and I made it very clear the whole car buying, test driving, everything process. Like I want to get in and out. I want to make this done. And once they have that hook in your lip, then everything takes fucking forever ever yeah there's ways to get around that i wish you um, could uh, can i go what if you yeah. lined it up what if you said if i walk back out the door at 4 p.m you get tens would that work I mean, no it, i didn't like, even know there was a survey until after i'd like mm. 
started done everything and then he started yeah, like texting. You never know like how viable like that survey is for an individual or mm -hmm. or like what or why he's asking for it. He probably doesn't it probably doesn't actually affect his pay as much as it affects his boss's pay and his boss leans on him to get it done. Um, the, the way to really speed the process up is to do every, have everything done before you get there to have already agreed on a price. A lot, you can do that. There are third party places like CarMax where you can kind of agree on the price before you can go in. And then there are certain manufacturers. I think Lexus does this where, uh, you can set everything up beforehand. You've already agreed on a price and what you can do with any dealership is you can just call and ask for a manager and 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 speak to them and get everything straightened out beforehand agree on a price over the phone a lot of the times sometimes i i should say like like we wouldn't do that necessarily unless um you had some sort of relationship with a manager where you knew you weren't just literally sitting there with a phone book and being like and, and being like okay monster joe's ford said twenty seven thousand. click big pete said 26 click and just like shopping. I'm pitting two that. pig dealers against each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, um, and then we had uh, like a, an internet department, uh, BDC, Business Development Center. Uh, and if you called in on one of our ad advertisements from the newspaper, you got one of these schmucks who weren't real salesmen. They were just all like they had failed at sales. So now they they just worked back there. It was always re it was interesting what caused them to be rejects of the sales department. One guy had the worst bad breath ever. Like it was literally why he couldn't sell cars. <laughs> it was Did so bad. Did tell him? Oh, we told smart him. Mouth? We told him. Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And he worked hard at trying to keep it away, but he really? couldn't. Yeah. Oh, he was like, just like, cursed. He was my, he was my, I was good friends with this guy. He was a black guy. He was, he was uh, maybe 25 at the time. Um, and, uh, and he would always slip me deals because he knew I would fucking close them. Whereas like, like he's giving you, a girl who's been roofied. All right. <laughs> to keep this analogy going. That's I like great. where your head's at. <laughs> He's giving you a girl who's been, she showed up with, with no panties on and, and she's just looking for it. And let, let, let's skip past, past the whole felony part. She showed up, <laughs> she showed up ready to go. Mm. And, uh, and, and he's already, uh, serviced her a little bit. You guys are close though. So you don't mind. And, uh, and he's passing you off passing her off to you uh he's already uh he's already made sure the deal is is pretty much 80 percent done all you have to do is not like ejaculate in your pants or anything why you're, would you're he do this it that's his job um, oh oh okay i misunderstood i thought he was your equivalent negative he, these are the people who have failed at sales and they have oh, been put okay. in the business development center yes, they answer yes. phones all day long mm. and and uh, like like they get a huge amount of volume the salesman we're getting our ups or customers from the door. We're sitting there waiting on you. Mm -hmm. and, and we, and it may just look like a bunch of guys sitting in random seating order, but we all know the order I'm next. And then he's next. And then he's next. And if I can get back here fast enough, I'll be next again. You know, there, there's a, there's an order, you know, we're not standing in line like this, but mm -hmm. we all know what the order is. They're back there taking massive volume from phone calls and they're quickly like, They've got their, it, it's just, they're telemarketers, essentially. They're, they've got their sales pitches. They've got the numbers in front of them that they can offer people. And usually they've already agreed on a price. And it's my job to sort of upsell, sell extras, get more gross on the deal and do the paperwork. And, uh, and they'll usually, they're supposed to go by an order like, all right, it's Kyle's turn. But if they start noticing that every time they give Katrina a deal, she fucks it up 
and then she accuses two people of sexual harassment, and then she goes and gets drunk in the parking lot. Maybe they don't want to give Katrina a deal. This is a real person and real things that happen. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but if they notice that Kyle has closed five out of ten deals, which is pretty good, I guess, let's give him a deal. we got a 50-50 shot here. This is just done deal here if we just give it to Kyle. And so he would always give his deals to me. Uh, also, I think I would pay him too. Did I pay him off? I paid a couple of them off. So he'd give me his deals either way. And, uh, but he had this shit mouth. He had level 10. Like? Not on the phone, like, he didn't. It smelled like, like actual doo-doo. It smelled like feces in the man's mouth hole. He had shit mouth. And it was awful. And he had a big butt. I, I told him right away. Because like, like I felt like you know he needs to know. I was mm -hmm. a man. Just privately, I was like, your breath's real bad, dude. It's real bad. He's like, for real? He didn't know. For real? I, I, <laughs> I, he's like, how bad? I was like, 10 out of 10, man. It's it's rough. It's rough. You got to get you a bottle of scope, you know, like, like, like mouthwash. And he's just like, all right, I'll do that. And so then he had it at his desk, the big daddy bottle. That was scope. before like, we knew. He had a yeah. half. It was before we knew about smart mouth. He had a half <laughs> gallon of shit back there. And before, like, like he'd be like, "Kyle, customers here." I was like, "All right, let's go, let's go, let's go get him." And he'd be like, "How's my breath?" And I'm like, "You're good." Let's Five go. out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's still pretty rough. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what if I, it I smells like I put scope on dude. I, I immediately <laughs> vomit all over Katrina's desk. <laughs> uh, she's gonna tell him about this. Uh, I think is that a hate crime? <laughs> this isn't Maybe sexual. He had like, uh, have you heard of tonsil stones? No, no it sounds awful though. It it's like these oh, things cancerous. that you can get in your tonsils, and it's just like little bits of food and shit that get trapped in your tonsils. I don't care for this already. Because all yeah. your tonsils are is like like two lumpy things to try and keep like too much bacteria and stuff coming from okay. your mouth. All right. And if you have like really deep crevices. In those, apparently, it'll just accumulate a bunch of shit until you get like these white pearly balls okay. of of terrible smelling things. Yeah, and uh, maybe that's what out. he had. No, it, it's real gross. The way they say to get rid of them is to use like a Q-tip or something to try right. and like scrape them out of there. I don't but you like don't want to swallow them because that would yeah. probably be like a pus. You mean ball. the Q-tips? You don't want to swallow the Q-tips? Mm -hmm. No, well, the, the tons. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, you don't want to swallow Q-tips either. That's not on the box. No. <laughs> no, technically they're not allowed to tell you they're for cleaning your ears out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were joking about, about that. that. Which, that's all I use them for, honestly, is to make sure my ears are nice and spicy. And my pee hole. Like not me, sure I nice clean up clean. very small spills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very small spills. Oh, no. Every time somebody <laughs> cries, I'm right yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I wipe the not tears the tear from their eye. Yeah, they through a lot of Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Car sales is a, is a, is a pretty fucked up thing, but but you know, you can get around all of that stuff. Get around the salesman and, and everything. Like if somebody just came in and the and it happened a lot where like the the boss would be like, "Hey, this guy's already signed up. Just do his paperwork. Price is agreed upon. All right." And you you just. Really? Stamp everything out. Yeah, yeah. If you just agree on the price before you come in, then it's kind of well. In like all that seven years, when I buy a new car, I'll I'll do that. And you can just get your own financing too, and you avoid that finance guy completely. Oh no, no, I didn't get financing through the dealership. But he arranged a third-party um, financial institution for you, eh? 
Uh, I did it through my credit union. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just because like it took no time at all that way. And I was like already in there doing stuff. And they're like, hey, this is way cheaper than what you can probably get through that. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. I would have shopped them still because what what he can do is he can he can run. Obviously, they got every financial institution under their sun under the sun at their fingertips and they can literally call those guys up uh, and they can run all of your pertinent information, the vehicle information, and they can provide you with the best rate possible while still making some money on you, of course, most of the time, but, but they'll, they'll break even or make no money on the finance. If you've, if they've already sold a car, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, like, like they'll, they'll, they'll negotiate with SunTrust. And we used to work with SunTrust a lot and they'll just be like, can we get 2.5? If you get us 2.5, then all the payments work. And they're like, ah, we're not making anything at 2.5. It's like, Ronnie, just give me 2.5. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. We're not making a fucking dime here. If he rena- He's got an 800. Come on. And, you know, it, it's uh, and then some people would come in with a check, you know, just from their credit union. They've already agreed on everything. And mm. that's sort of when they've got a check from their credit union, it's not like they can add another $560 yeah. to that bitch. So it's like, fuck, he's got us. My boss would be like, He's got his checkbook. Keep going. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's other checks. <laughs> See if he's got any uh, cash. <laughs> uh, you guys, when they uh, call the show, head to dinner. Yeah, yeah. PKN two fifty six. <laughs>